Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on how to become an icon in your niche. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Steve Osher on the mic. He is the founder and editor-in-chief of Podcast Magazine, original founder of Liquor.com, an online pioneer who launched on CompuServe's electronic mail in 1993. And today, Fire Nation will be talking about what it means to be an icon, how realistic it is to become a recognized icon in your niche, and the five fundamental questions that every icon must be able to answer, and so much more, Fire Nation, when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Hiring is challenging, especially with everything else you have to consider today, but there's one place where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. That place is ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Don't you wish there was a proven roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment that you could share with your customers, clients, or masterminds? My brand new book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success, is coming out in March 2021, and we've just finalized our bulk buy packages. These packages include insane perks, like a one-on-one weekend in Puerto Rico with myself and Kate. Visit UncommonSuccessBook.com for all the details. The best packages have very limited quantities, so head over there today. UncommonSuccessBook.com. Steve, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. ¿Qué pasa el mundo de fuego? What's one thing most people don't know? Oh, good question. Um, uh, I'd say that I'm a 21-odd-year practitioner of uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Not sure everybody knows that. Wow. That's actually something that's getting pretty big down here in Palmas del Mar. Like, I'm personally not a practitioner, but we have a buddy who just got a commercial space and opened up his own jiu-jitsu studio. So uh, they're doing some cool things down here in that world. Yeah. No, I've been in it for a long time. I mean, when I, I remember when I first saw Hoist Gracie in one of the early UFCs, I was like, whatever that guy's doing, <laughs> I need to figure that out because I'm not the biggest guy in the whole wide world. You know me, but we've met. I'm not I'm not the biggest guy in the whole wide world. And I was like, how is this guy doing what he's doing to these huge men? And uh, I was like, I'm in. That's so cool. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, Fire Nation, myself and Steve actually do go way back. And, you know, at least for my standards, that's eight years. That's when I launched the podcast. And uh, we'll see. I I know it came out last time. So we may or may not uh, have a story or two come out from uh, that first experience, which was really, really super cool. And he's been doing some amazing things over the years. And as I was sharing, Steve, you know, during your intro about, you know, we're talking about for yourself, CompuServe's electronic mail back in 93. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that uh, things were actually happening in the early 90s online, but believe it or not, they were Fire Nation. And that's why we're going to be talking today about how to become an icon in your niche. And first, I just want to start off by asking you, what does it even mean to be an icon? Basically, what it means to be an icon in your niche or just an icon in general is really just somebody uh, that the public looks at as being an expert in a particular area of expertise. And so, like, for me, my goal and and for you, I know early on your goal was to be seen as a quote unquote icon in the world of podcasting. And the idea basically is you want to just get really clear on on what conversation you most want to be a part of so that your name is in that conversation when other people are talking about that particular topic, even if you are not there at the table. 
that's exactly what was going through my mind when I launched Entrepreneurs on Fire back in 2012. And I said, like, what's going to make my name come up when people talk about podcasting? And it wasn't going to be because I was good at podcasting because I wasn't. It wasn't going to be because I invented podcasting because I didn't. So what could I be different in was my question I asked myself. And that was where the whole daily podcasting thing came of interviewing an entrepreneur literally seven days a week. And why would you say, Steve, it's more important now than ever for people like coaches and authors and speakers and business owners and everybody of the like to achieve this quote unquote icon status? Because it's more crowded now than it was. I mean, look, when you and I first started, and, and even if we just look at podcasting as a specific example yeah, so here, true. Um, when, when we first did our, our new media summit, our first new media summit back in 2017, I remember putting a stat uh, up on the board that showed that there was roughly about 450,000, 500,000 podcasts right. at that time. It doesn't seem like that long ago. I mean, now there's a million six, right? And, and actually, even just since March, has exponentially grown. Uh, by almost 550,000 uh, new new podcasts just since March and COVID and all that fun stuff. So the reality is, you know, if you're if you're a coach, if you're an author, you're a speaker, you're a business owner, uh, et cetera, no matter what area of expertise you have, no matter what playing field you're 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 looking to uh, just become a player in. It's more crowded than it ever was, especially as we look at just everything that's going on now with people deciding, you know what, maybe this nine to five thing really isn't for me. You know, maybe I don't have to go an hour commute this way and an hour commute that way. And I can try to do something for myself here, leveraging the power of what's available in the, in the world of new media. And so becoming an icon, the, the best way to think about it, John, is that mo- most of us in terms of when we are business owners or coaches, authors, speakers, et cetera, we, we continually just try to push things out in order to gain attention and in order for people to come to, to us in order to see that we are someone that they should potentially be hiring, read, read our book, you know, listen to our podcast, et cetera, et cetera. So we're, on, we're just constantly on that, on that push, on that grind. And when you become an icon in your niche, the opposite happens. So instead of the push, it really just becomes a matter of, of pulling and turning on and off the faucet depending on how many leads you want to generate, depending on how much visibility you want to generate, et cetera, et cetera. And the reality is things come to you when you're an icon in your niche instead of you're always having to chase making these people you know, come into your world somehow. And that last point that Steve just made is so true, Fire Nation. And it doesn't happen overnight. Like That was the toughest challenge I had with Entrepreneurs on Fire is how am I going to get out there and outbound find 365 entrepreneurs who are successful and willing to talk to me every single year? And that was a challenge for a while. Mm -hmm. Then I hit a tipping point. And now fast forward, as we're speaking, I get between four to 600 inquiries per month. And this is for a podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, that I only now have 12 episodes episodes per month. So think of that four to 600 inquiries per month. I literally have a virtual assistant. His only job is to go through these inquiries because it is literally a full-time job, but that's the tipping point that what happened when I was able to achieve icon status in the podcasting world, where now just like you shared, Steve, it was no more push. It was more just like sitting back and now I'm able Mm -hmm. to observe and have this much easier type of pull. And one reason why Fire Nation, I love talking to Steve is because our, our brains really are similar and we really think alike in a lot of ways. And one thing that you've broken down are five fundamental questions that every aspiring icon must be able to answer. And I just love when we can get super clear on specific numbers with these questions. So take it away. Break these five down. 
so to become an icon in your niche, there's definitely five fundamental questions that you have to be able to answer. So, and the first one is, and we alluded to, to this a little bit earlier, but let me dive just a, a bit deeper into it. So the first question that you have to be able to answer is the question of what conversation do I most want to be part of? What conversation do I most want to be part of? And, and here's how I, I, I would encourage you to think about this, which is if you go into a room where, remember when people actually used to, um, what's that thing called? Oh, that's right, gather together. Remember that? When people actually used to gather together. <laughs> Gatherings. Groups, right? Gatherings, right? So there was a point in time where that happened. Well, assuming that it happens again at some point, just picture yourself walking into a room and there's 100 people in this room. There are 10 tables of 10 people. And let's just say you can sit down at any of those tables, right? Each of those tables has a particular conversation going on. One table is talking about maybe health and fitness. One table is talking about technology. One table is talking about money. One table is talking about et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if all of these tables have topics, so to speak, going on, which table are you going to sit at? Right. Because you can't sit at all 10 tables. OK, so number one, which, you know, which conversation, you know, what, what's going on at that topic? What topic are you going to be like? Oh, yeah, I love this particular topic. OK, so that's the table that you're going to sit at. You're going to talk about that. So let's just say that there's a table and they're talking about podcasting. Well, that's a table that John might sit at. That's a table that I might sit at. Right. Because they're talking about podcasting. Now, to further that point. How do you get to the point where you become the hub of the wheel mm. so that people who are interested in podcasting somehow connect to your work so that somehow your name is in that conversation without you even sitting at the table? And so, John, let me just give a, a concrete example yeah. here because I'm a living example of this and, and I, I love you know telling through stories. I know you do as well. So what I knew early on being someone who loved podcasting and I started my first uh, podcast uh, back in geez, 2009 with our first episode of Reinvention Radio. Um, but I never really gained all the traction. Like I'm so jealous of you, JLD, and what you've been able to do, man, because you and I started around the same time and all, but you just blew up and I just I couldn't get that same traction. But I've always had a love for the medium and I didn't want to give up on the medium. So I had to try to figure out if podcasting is the conversation that I most want to be a part of. And I want to become that hub of the wheel. If you think about a bicycle and how all the spokes kind of connect to the center, what could I do to become that center of the wheel that all the spokes connect to? And that's where the idea for Podcast Magazine really was, was born from, was that desire to be a part of that conversation for all the spokes of the wheel to connect to what we're doing, but at the same time recognizing that I wasn't going to be a part of that conversation based on the merits of my podcasts or even our live events alone. It just It was good, but not great. But I didn't want to give up. And so that's just an, an example there of, okay, how do I become that hub of the wheel? How do I become clear on the conversation I most want to be a part of? And again, podcasting is a conversation. How do I become that hub of the wheel? And ultimately, that's what we found in terms of our success and being a part of that conversation, even when we're not there, through Podcast Magazine. So just a concrete example of what that actually looks like in action. Fire Nation loves specific examples. That hub to me is such a good visual that I love just being able to picture and just see how that works. Not just in podcasting. You know, this is working in every industry, in every niche, in every vertical. Steve, keep on rolling. 
Yeah, man. So the second fundamental question you really have to be able to answer to become an icon in your niche is, is really gain clarity on who are the people that you are most compelled to serve. I'll say that again. Who are the people that you are most compelled to serve? And one of the things that you'll find as you go through the exercise of really honing in on who those people are is that it will really just put a, well, using your terminology here, man, <laughs> it, it really put a fire in your soul. Like you'll wake up every single day just knowing that you've got work to do to help these people who are literally waiting and praying for you to show up in their lives. Right. And so it's not always easy to figure out who you're most compelled to serve. But what I will tell you is that one of the easiest things to do is to start by looking in the mirror, right? Because you may find that a lot of your own experiences, like John could teach a course on what it means to move from the States to Puerto Rico, right? Just like, just, he takes it for granted. I mean, he just did it. No big deal. He just picked up and moved. And then, of course, 28 million people followed you to Puerto Rico. <laughs> but that's a whole other discussion. Because they like to keep but the money they make, Steve. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact is you take it for granted, sure. right? So like, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, this is a no brainer for me. Okay. I understand how this works. I understand that it makes more sense for me to be here and it's beautiful and, 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 but to the person and one of the let me just throw an, an expression out here, uh, John, that I love uh, that I love saying, which is that to a second grader, a fifth grader is a god, right? So and true. so what does that mean? I mean, if you think about back about what you knew when you were in fifth grade, I mean, you didn't know anything. It's kind of laughable. But if you were in second grade and you were looking up at that fifth grader, you were like, man, I would do anything to mm. be that fifth grader, to walk the halls, to you know have that confidence, to know this, that, and the other. I mean, I'm actually picturing that fifth grader you're talking about right now. When I was in the third grade, I was on this basketball team. This fifth grader, to me, was the coolest person ever, ever. And you would have paid good money. You'd have been like, here, take my lunch money every day. Every man. day, um, just, just say hi to me. But the reality is you don't need to be you know, a, a PhD or an MBA or be one of these lettered saviors to really be able to help people. You just have to help them avoid a lot of the trial and tribulation and brain damage that you had to endure to get to where you are. So as you look in the mirror, you know, you can look at all the things that you are. You're, you're a father, you're a mother, you're a business owner, you know, you're a cancer survivor, you're a podcaster, whatever those things are. And there is a process that you went through to get to where you are. And perhaps that would be one of the, the places to start. All right, brother, we got a lot to get to. So let's go on to number three, four, five. Yep. Number three, where do they gather? Right. So once you understand the people that you're most compelled to serve, the fundamental question you have to be able to answer is where do they gather? Right. Because ultimately you want to take a look at if you think about it in terms of if I'm trying to uh, acquire the most highly targeted leads, do you want to be trying to, to shoot at bats in the dark with with a shotgun or do you want to try to fish, <laughs> you know, with a big net out of a barrel where these fish yeah, are? These you know, analogies are great. These barrel, right. So so the reality is you obviously want to be fishing with a net in a barrel. And that's what we're talking about here is your most ideal prospects. The people who are literally waiting and praying for you to show up in their lives are gathering somewhere. So figure out where they gather because then that makes everything else so much easier as you move on to then number four here, which is identifying what their biggest problem is. 
it's then easy to create the answer to number five, which is what is the solution that I'm going to provide that solves their biggest problem? So what conversation, who are you most compelled to serve? Where do they gather? What's their biggest problem? What solution can you provide? Oh, you ended on fire and fire nation. If you think we're even close to done dropping value bombs, believe me, we got so much awesomeness coming up. As soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. Businesses have had to be flexible this year from working remotely to pivoting their business models for long-term survival and growth. Just one example, performing arts companies are streaming stage shows, musicals, and symphony concerts online. If you're in charge of hiring for your business, these pivots have made your job even more challenging, especially if you have to hire for brand new roles. Thankfully, there's one place that you can always count on to make hiring faster and easier, ziprecruiter.com slash fire. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, it gets sent out to over one 100 top job boards with one click, then ZipRecruiter's powerful technology finds people with the right skills and experience for your job and actively invites them to apply. It's no wonder that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See for yourself. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Let ZipRecruiter take hiring off your plate so you can focus on growing your business. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. What's up, Fire Nation? I'm so fired up to be announcing the launch of my first traditionally published book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success. Right now, you can pre-order your own copy and lock in our incredible bonuses, which will be disappearing soon, at UncommonSuccessBook.com. And if you're a coach or run a mastermind, you'll definitely want to check out our incredible bulk buy packages, which include insane perks like a one-on-one weekend in Puerto Rico with myself and Kate. Just visit UncommonSuccessBook.com to check out these insane packages that we put together. For all of 2020, I worked tirelessly to create this life-changing book. The Common Path to Uncommon Success has 17 crucial yet simple steps that will guide you to your version of uncommon success. To sum it up, The Common Path to Uncommon Success is your roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment. Also, I've convinced 17 of the world's most successful entrepreneurs to contribute their genius to these 17 steps. We're talking about entrepreneurial all-stars like Hal Elrod, Jamie Masters, John Morrow, Billy Jean, Ryan Levesque, Sean Stevenson, Jeff Walker, Amy Porterfield, Russell Brunson, Jill Stanton, Pat Flynn, Ramit Sethi, and many more. To check out all of our bulk buy packages and the insane perks that come along with them, visit UncommonSuccessBook.com. There are limited quantities, so make sure you head over there today, UncommonSuccessBook.com. So Steve, we're back, and I want to shift from those five fundamental questions now to the massive mistakes that aspiring icons are making. And I know, like the previous one, you have five things we're going to go over here. So let's crush these. I think every one of them needs a little explanation, and I want to hear it. Yeah, I will. Um, I will go through faster <laughs> so that we can get. That's kind of what I was saying. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying there, buddy. I got you. So, so number one, what I see in terms of the mistakes that aspiring icons make that prevent them from really gaining the recognition they deserve and, and making the money they desire is number one. Uh, in our world, we talk about uh, pick a effing chakra. I won't say the word here. I don't want to get through the explicit raising here. Thank but, you. Appreciate it. But basically, you know, pick a. FN chakra, which means so many people that we see, especially when we look at people who are in the holistic world and spiritual type, woo type people, et cetera, you know, they just won't focus on a particular chakra. Like they want to be all things to all people. And so one of the terminologies that we use in our world is just, you know, pick an FN chakra, right? Which just means focus. Take one particular chakra, take one particular path, so to speak, take one particular area of focus to 100K. Take it to 100K. 
And then if you decide once you get to 100K in revenue with that particular specific area of focus, you want to expand outside of that, then by all means, have at it. But most people will give up long before they get to 100K. And when most people get to 100K, they find that they can take it to 250 to 500 to a million and beyond. And that level of focus really can make all the difference if you want to become an icon in your niche. The second thing is, I would say that it's really important to create a defensible brand and, and, and create something that is trademarkable. Because ultimately, you want to think about what are the assets that I can create here and I can have in my arsenal that ultimately build up the value of what it is that I'm developing so that I can potentially position this to sell. And one of the huge mistakes that I see so many people making is they don't create a defensible brand. Like Entrepreneurs on Fire is a great defensible brand. No one else can come in and take that brand, right? Like Podcast Magazine, believe it or not, we were actually able to get that trademarked. Wow. And so that is, you know, Podcast Magazine. You would think, well, geez, how can you get that trademark? Well, we could and we did. Well, and Steve, I want to talk about this for one second because to me, this is kind of an important area for people to really understand. And what you kind of mean by that is like, of course, somebody could come up and like you know, launch something like, you know, entrepreneur on fire and, you know, whatever. And like they can do these kind of things now. But what you mean by defensible brand is that right now my brand is so strong and has been around for so long that everybody's just like, dude, why are you just like copying entrepreneurs on fire? Like, why are you trying to be like that? Like, like there's been so many quote unquote, like on fire podcasts that have launched post entrepreneurs on fire. And Hey, I've actually given my blessing to all of them, like athlete on fire, fireman on fire, fitness on fire. Like I love it all. And I'm just like this, but a lot of people that do those things actually are just like kind of reinforcing my brand and having a lot of people being like, like what you couldn't like come up with your own brand, like get it kind of piggyback on this thing. So that's kind of what we're talking about by building that defensible brand, building that moat around what you're doing. So uh, thanks for bringing that one up, Steve. Yeah. And, and there's definitely a lot to be said for first mover advantage as well. And that flows into the the next kind of mistake here that I see a lot of aspiring icons make here is, is they don't, they're not really clear on where their blue ocean of opportunity mm. is. And, and you, you've probably heard the difference between the blue ocean where it's just just you floating and you're happy. And then there's the red ocean, which is just all full of blood in the water and a lot of people trying to compete for the same attention and so on. And so that blue ocean of opportunity, really understanding where your biggest opportunity lies is a huge next step in this process. Because one of the things that I see so often, John, is that far too many entrepreneurs are stepping over dollars to get to dimes. And especially today, when you see so many people trying to, to sell a, a $7 this or a $10 this or that sort of thing, when almost without too much additional work, they can take whatever it is that they're doing in their $7 this or their $10 that, and they can create a $12,000 group coaching program using those exact same teachings. Or they can create a $25,000 VIP day or something of that nature where they take someone one-on-one -on -one through a particular process. And so the blue ocean is not only, of course, where you're going to swim that, that affords you the opportunity to avoid a lot of the competition, but it also means having clarity around where your dollars versus your dimes are and being really clear on that biggest opportunity. Category of one. Speak to us about that. What I know to be true is that, and I'm actually writing a book on this called Category mm. of One, W-O-N is how we're, uh, we're pronouncing that or spelling that one. But Category of One is really all about, again, combining everything that we've talked about so far in terms of understanding the conversation, the defensible brand, your biggest 
opportunity, your blue ocean, et cetera, and then positioning yourself in a way so that just like John did with Entrepreneurs on Fire, if anyone else comes in and uses even, I mean, just got even just the using fire <laughs> as part of their logo, which is crazy, like to own that word, right. to own that imagery, right, is, is amazing. But John's been able to do that through Entrepreneurs on Fire and really creating that category of one. So it's taking it, taking the blue ocean concept even a step further. And again, push, just positioning yourself at the hub uh, of the wheel there that all of the spokes connect to. And, and ultimately, when all of this comes together, you'll be able to, to not only earn, of course, what it is that you both deserve and desire, but you will literally have people clamoring for your attention and coming to you to be able to share your expertise around this particular niche, this topic of, uh, of influence, as we call it. Now, this is something when I was kind of going over our conversation today, I was like, I'm really curious where Steve is going to take this. What does it mean, your last point here, stepping over dollars? This is where we're, we're talking again about people who are stepping over dollars to get to dimes, right? And you see it far too often, especially as younger people come into this space of trying to leverage the power of new media and establish a name for themselves. What we have found in, in our world is that it is just as easy for us to move people from not knowing who we are to becoming familiar with who we are to wanting to learn more about what it is that we do to then coming into one of our products, programs, and services. It's actually just as easy for us today to have someone come into our, our year-long $25,000, $30,000 Icon Maker program as it is for us to sell a $7.99 copy of one of my books. And I know that sounds crazy, but at the end of the day, if we have the ability to put people into a higher ticket program, where are we going to focus our efforts, right? Trying to sell a $7.99 book or trying to move someone to a higher ticket offer. And just far too many people are focused on on, on the dimes where there's plenty of opportunity to, to make significant dollars. One thing that I really love giving Fire Nation is just a step-by-step -step for formula, like that proven path. And again, our minds think alike. You've already created this. You've already crafted this. You've already tested this, by the way, in multiple different industries. So let's talk about what that formula looks like. What is the proven path to becoming an icon? It really all starts with being able to answer the fundamental question of what is your what? And that is the, the name of the book that I put on the New York Times list way back in 2013. But just being able to understand how you're naturally wired to excel, really what puts fire in your soul, and ultimately having clarity around what your core gift is, the primary vehicle that you use to share that gift, and then who the people are that you're most compelled to serve. Right, those are the three fundamental uh, elements of the what is your what framework. So understanding that your what really has chosen you as opposed to looking at it from the standpoint of, of being that which you have chosen, right? Like you can choose your why. I don't believe you can choose your what. I do believe that your what at the end of the day chooses you and whether or not you decide to do something about that is is up to you. But, you know, reality is in order to become an icon in your niche, you, you do have to have that level of clarity around what your what is. And again, that's a combination of your gift, your vehicle, and your people. Next, once you have that clarity, it becomes a matter of, okay, great. What, what is the brand 
and again, just what we talked about before is that defensible brand, right? Is what is that defensible brand that I'm going to hang my ad on that people are going to know me for, they're going to put out in the marketplace. And this is how I'm going to position myself moving forward. So having clarity on your what, having clarity on your brand. Once you have clarity on your brand, then you need to create a what we call a profit path, right? Which is a step-by-step path that leads people from not knowing who you are to whatever that last step is on the path that someone can take with you and your organization. In other words, your highest priced products, programs, and services, right? So at, no one's going to, you know, no one's going to expect every single, it would be unrealistic to expect every single person, every single lead that comes into your world to end up reaching that last step on the path. Some of them will, most of them will not, but having clarity on what that last step on the path is, again, your highest price product, program, or service, will help you then work backwards from that. As Stephen Covey once said, you know, start with the end in mind. And so ultimately, the five words that we preach are everything starts with the offer. And so if you just think about it from that perspective, everything starts with the offer, and then you can work backwards from that, you'll be able to create a path that will ultimately generate the most amount of revenue for you as as humanly possible. Of course, you need a a core visibility strategy. So no matter what your area of focus is, no matter what your niche is, if you want to become an icon in that niche, you need a core visibility strategy. For us, for John, it's obviously podcasts. For you, right? For, For you, it might be Facebook. For somebody else, it might be Snapchat. For somebody else, it might be TikTok. For somebody else, it might be speaking on stages, whatever it is. But you need to have clarity on what your core visibility strategy is going to be because, and I'm sure you've seen people make this mistake, John, but a lot of people try to do too many things. Like they're just, they're trying to be great at everything as opposed to just being really great at one particular visibility strategy and going all in on that. And so once you have clarity on your core visibility strategy, then you got to have a you know a funnel, right? You got to be able to create uh, an easy, automated uh, manner with which to to be able to uh, collect leads, right? And ideally, the most highly targeted leads possible. So once people like today's a perfect example, there are people who are hearing me on the show right now who have never heard of me before. If you want to continue this conversation with me, I have to have a man uh, just a mechanism with which for us to continue this conversation so you can get to know me even better and perhaps down the line end up investing in one of our relevant products, programs, or services. So you need to be able to capture those leads and then ultimately you have to be able to generate revenue. And this ties back to the profit path and this ties back to making sure that you have various offerings that meet people where they are. And and what I know to be true, John, is that the amount of business that your revenue generates is ultimately a direct reflection of the number of offerings that you have multiplied by the number of times you ask people to invest in those offerings. <laughs> that equation, Fire Nation, has proven true for me for eight years now. And again, I love this formula. I love this proven path. Your what, your brand, your profit path, your visibility mechanism, your leads, aka your funnel, and your revenue, which is your biggest opportunity overall. And that equation that Steve shared is just so true. So Steve, you shared so much with us today. What's the one thing you want to make sure Fire Nation really gets and walks away with from our conversation? What's the best way that we can further our conversation and connection with you? And then we'll say goodbye. All right, man. Now I appreciate that. And, and I would just simply wrap it up with this, which is whether you know this or not, you 
are absolutely the solution to someone else's problem. There, there are people who are literally waiting and praying for you to show up in their lives right now. And when you hold within this expertise, these abilities, these teachings that you have, you're not only doing a huge disservice, of course, to yourself, but really, and perhaps more importantly, to those people who need you perhaps more now than ever. And so what I know to be true is that it is really easy to be a critic and it's really hard to be a cre- to be a, a creator, right? And so I just encourage you to 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 do whatever you can do to create and, and just understand that whether or not someone looks at what it is that you've created and, and and they accept that or they deny it or whatever that is, it's it's irrelevant because at the end of your life, and and John, I don't know if you know this or not, man, but we're actually in the process of opening a funeral home right now for my wife, who's a licensed funeral director and embalmer. No, I did not know. And yeah, man, and she's been working, you know, in this industry now for for many many years, and the, the people that she sees show up on on her table obviously run, you know, the gamut from very young to to very old. And what we know to be true is that most people, when they reach the end of their life, they will never regret failing to take action and not realizing their desired results as opposed to not taking the action that they know in their heart of hearts they had to be taken. So I would just say, you know, put all that to the side and be willing to, to put something forth for the world to judge. And what's the best way for us to connect and be a part of your world? Yeah, man. Thank you for that opportunity. Uh, let, you know, we've been talking about what is your what and, and the what is your what framework and whatnot. So uh, maybe that would be a great place to start. We do give away the entire book at whatisyourwhat.com. Uh, and if you are into podcasts uh, and want to dive deeper into the world of the podcasters you love, like JLD, who was featured on our cover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, in, uh, in September. And, uh, and so, yeah, if you want to dive deeper into the world of podcasts, uh, I'll give you a backdoor link to grab a free lifetime subscription, which is podcastmagazine.com slash free. Ooh, well, Fire Nation, Steve gave us a lot of gifts today. One of his gifts that I really enjoyed was maybe his last one, which is you are the solution to someone else's problem. Like just remember that, know it's true, and then go out and be that solution. And Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with SO and JLD today. So please keep up that heat. Head over to eofire.com, type Steve in the search bar, and his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've talked about today. These are the best show notes in the biz. And two calls to action. Number one, whatisyourwhat.com. Go check that out. Learn more about what Steve has going on. Number two, podcastmagazine.com. Yours truly, September 2020, uh, 2020, so September 2020, I was the featured entrepreneur. I was the cover of that magazine, much to the happiness of my mother, father, grandmother, and other people in my family. They're like, oh my God, this is, I'm like, but I've been podcasting. No, they know this is a magazine though. I'm like, okay, I totally get it. So <laughs> check that podcast magazine on Fire Nation. It's so well done. It's beautiful. I mean, it's super high quality. I mean, the physical version of it that Steve sent over, I was like, dang, this is next level. So Steve, thank you for sharing your truth, knowledge, your value with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we will catch you on the flip side.
Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Steve. And one thing that I've identified over the years is that successful entrepreneurs are productive. They are disciplined and they are focused. And that's why I created the Mastery Journal. It's a gorgeous faux leather journal that's going to ensure that you master productivity, discipline, and focus in just 100 days. It is my best work ever, Fire Nation. So visit themasteryjournal.com. Use promo code podcast for a $15 discount. And thank you for listening to my podcast. And I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Hiring is challenging, especially with everything else you have to consider today. But there's one place where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. That place is Zip Recruiter. Try Zip Recruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. Zip Recruiter, the smartest way to hire. Don't you wish there was a proven roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment that you could share with your customers, clients, or masterminds? My brand new book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success, is coming out in March 2021, and we've just finalized our bulk buy packages. These packages include insane perks, like a one-on-one weekend in Puerto Rico with myself and Kate. Visit UncommonSuccessBook.com for all the details. The best packages have very limited quantities, so head over there today. UncommonSuccessBook.com.